My first instinct some years ago, like I said, will be to search for co-living branding or remote work branding, remote work symbol or community symbol, something like that. And this is really limiting and you are always seeing the same stuff. Hey there, if you want to get into UX design, freelancing or into any creative field, really, then you've come to the right place. I'm Sophia, nice to meet you. And in this podcast, I share my own journey to becoming a UX freelancer. I share everything as I go through it so you can learn from my mistakes and be inspired to keep going no matter what, because it will take a lot of hard work. But remember, we're in this together and we can grow much faster if we help each other out and learn from one another. I put out an episode every single Tuesday and you can join the conversation on Instagram via the polls and the questions that I put out there. And now let's get into this week's episode. Hey there, so this time I'm trying something different and I, I let you choose between three topics to talk about via the Spotify polls and there was a tie between creating a design portfolio or where to find inspiration and how to be more creative, how to have more creative design ideas. I, I voted on the on the middle option on the portfolio to break the ice, so actually finding inspiration won. And this will be divided into kind of two sections, one where I explain what I currently do to get creative ideas for my design work and one dedicated to what I know I should be doing, but I haven't started applying it yet. Yeah, I don't have all the answers regarding this topic or any topic really. I guess no one does. And this is actually something I struggle a lot with, finding inspiration for, for my designs. And I, I feel like I only share stuff that I struggle with. Maybe that's because I still struggle with everything. But yeah, anyway, the thing is you're, you are not alone in this. And I'm, it was only like until, it was only like one or two years ago that I stopped doing what most beginner designers do to find inspiration. And this is going on Pinterest, going on Behance, going on Dribble or anything like that and searching for exactly what you want. So if you are working on a branding project for a gym, you go on Behance and you search for gym branding. That's what's most obvious to do. And that's what most beginner designers do, at least the ones that I know that I went to university with and that I, I've worked with. That's what most people do. And maybe you also try Google and there you can find some different stuff that isn't as design biased, like it's not something that other designers have already created. Because if you only see, if you only search for what other designers have done, then you will not really create something new. I mean, actually, no designer creates something completely new. Creativity comes from remixing other creations. The thing is, remixing only what other graphic designers have done limits you a lot you are limited to what others have already created and what they have brought together and remixed in that specific project, a similar project to that specific project you are searching for. And I think the creativity can come from many, many different places. So right now I, I have a different creative process, which I will share with you. So this is what I started doing around one or two years ago. I first think about the feeling that I want the design to have. So if I am doing a project for um, like a brand identity for um, a co-living space, 
for instance. And if you don't know what a co-living space is, it's like a co-working space where you go to work with other remote workers or freelancers, whatever, but you also live in there, um, like not in the, in the office, okay? But you, there's like a, an apartment complex or rooms or dormitories uh, for you to live and it's most used by digital nomads and people that go live in a place for like two or three months or one month and they want a place to meet other like-minded people and have this community around them. So if I was doing a brand identity for a co-living space, I would first define some keywords that define the, the feeling that I want to, to invoke. For this example, it might be community, maybe empowerment, because this will be like a really innovative co-living where you will find partners for launching your project and a lot of ideas and new projects and innovation will come out of it. So empowering you to, to put your ideas into the world by finding partners, by finding help and also innovation and also purpose. It will be a co-living which focuses on the environmental issues and social issues and how to use innovation to solve those issues. Like this is an example of what a co-living could be. It doesn't mean every co-living is like this, but this is the thing. I'm finding what sets this co-living apart from the others. And then I usually find a big idea. So something that summarizes all of this. And this could be something like uh, achieving our dreams together. Something like that. So after I have this, and this could, can be applied to anything. It doesn't have to be only on branding because... Doing a brand identity has a more through process of aligning the feeling for the brand. I'm simplifying this a lot, but this can be for a website. The, the brand can, the place, the business can already have uh, their branding defined. So they know the feeling that they want to convey and they tell you that and you use that to find inspiration. So how do I do that? My first instinct some years ago, like I said, will be to search for co-living branding or remote work branding, remote work symbol or community symbol, something like that. And this is really limiting and you are always seeing the same stuff. This is what I felt like when I was, when I used this kind of, this method of searching for ideas, I felt stuck and I felt like I, I was always seeing the same things and I was always creating the same kind of designs as well. So what I do instead now is I search for inspiration for the feeling that I want to convey and not for the industry. So what does this look like in practice? Think about it. What do you feel when you're part of a community? You feel belonging. And what brands make you feel like this? Think about that. What brands around you make you feel like you belong? Maybe universities could make you feel like that some universities not all of them some cafes also invoke that community feeling online communities for instance it's a community so they have to invoke that that feeling and also sports teams and what about innovation innovation i think the the most innovative the, the place where you feel most innovative is in conferences like web summit or on startup pitching events I think that is the place where you feel most innovative and like, like you can conquer the world with your ideas. 
to find ideas for a business that should feel innov- that should make you feel like you can innovate you could go look for ideas uh, on the designs of these conferences and on these events because they already make people feel that way so that's what i do right now i broaden my search to look for designs that inspire that feeling and then i enter those rabbit holes maybe i search for those conferences and then I find a particular design that really appealed to me and then I dive deep into that and I find other other brands or other designs that come from that or if I if I search for something that has a, a history or a meaning behind it then I may go into that rabbit hole and find stuff that isn't even design related I can find like architecture or paintings I can find really everything that is connected to that feeling and have more broad sources of inspiration that are not only designs that you find on Behance and on Dribbble that other people have made. The more elements that you have to to remix and to put together, the more creative you will be able to, to be. So yeah, this was my progress until now regarding creativity and how to get creative design ideas, how to get inspired from my projects. But I still struggle a lot with this and I still feel very, very, very limited. Now uh, I want to go to the second section where I, where I talk to you about what I, I know I should start doing, but I haven't. And I actually know why that is. And I'm going to talk about that more to the, to the end of the episode. These next topics that I'm going to talk about, I know theoretically that they help. I know people that do this but I've never put it into practice. So take it with a grain of salt and have critical thinking uh, about this. The first thing I know I should be doing is to get out of the graphic design world. So I told you sometimes I go down those rabbit holes and I find architecture or paintings or album covers and that is already getting out of the graphic design world, but I don't do that very often. And I only do that when I happen to to stumble across that stuff in my searches. So one thing I know I should be doing is to get inspiration from different people, for from other artists like illustrators, photographers, 3D artists, maybe also sculpture. How do you say someone that does sculptures? Sculption? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, painters, music art, or even music itself. I mean, when you listen to a song, you can probably close your eyes and see something on your mind from from that song. At least I can sometimes. I I don't know if everyone uh, can do that, but music is also, um, can also be a good source of inspiration and I should broaden my, the music that I hear because I always gravitate towards the same styles and that limits me a lot. So yeah, following other artists, the more the the merrier, different styles, not only the styles that you really gravitate towards, but getting exposed to other stuff and different kinds of kinds of stuff is is really is really important and I should do it more often and also getting exposed to not only to contemporary artists but also how do you say this? Like artists that were famous a long time ago. Because the, they inspire the contemporary art, right? Usually, yeah, like I said, no one creates something like really, really new. We only remix stuff because there are there is already so many 
art and designs created that it's impossible to create something completely new. So looking at those more older pieces of art and design is also may also be really useful and I should also do that. So how do we do this? Well, as I said a lot of times, <laughs> I, I don't really do this yet, but I want to start. So I'm going to give you some ideas of what, I, what I'm thinking to start doing. Following different artists on social media. This is something I, I don't really do because I don't really like using social media for the main things that most people use it, like to get in touch with friends and to see all the stories and what people are doing. But maybe I could start using it to get inspiration. I think that will be a very good use for social media and a way to get me to like social media again, actually. And also start actually using Behance or Dribble like a social network and not only go there to find inspiration when I need it, be more active there and follow people and scroll through their work more frequently. Also, something I, I think I, I will try is to find cool newsletters that put inspiration right on my email inbox because then I don't have any excuses to not see it. <laughs> So this is the first thing, it's following different people that are not only graphic designers or not only UX designers, web designers, motion designers, whatever your field is, following other kinds of, of artists and designers. This is the first one. And the second one, the second step after this is to get the fuck out of the internet <laughs> because we are so stuck looking at, at our phones and our computers and we forget that inspiration is really everywhere and I'm, I'm like so guilty of this. The top thing that, that I want to start doing is to first go to nature more often, go hiking more often and go spend time in the mountains and in the rivers and all of that more often. And second, actually take pictures, not the like landscape pictures I usually take, Usually I, when I go hiking and also when I go traveling, usually it's one of two scenarios that, that happen. Either I take those landscape uh, standard pictures to supposedly remember the places I went, but then I never look at them anymore. So it's kind of pointless. Or, I mean, I take pictures of myself or my friends, whatever. Or I don't take any because I just want to, to enjoy it. So I don't take any pictures. And what I want to start doing is to... Start being aware of like the small details of nature and color palettes and patterns because nature has a lot of inspiration hidden and take pictures with purpose. So find those patterns, find those small details and take pictures of them and add it to a f an inspiration folder. I want to create an inspiration folder with inspiration from nature and not only from nature, although that is the the biggest step that I want to take because I actually I really enjoy going going being in nature and I feel like I, I need it a lot more but I also want to start going to museums or art galleries and stuff like that because actually I live in um, in a rather big city that has a lot of culture and a lot of art and I don't really go see that and I should but yeah I never get myself to do that and even when I was in in art school I was always bored of going to the museums and 
maybe because they weren't my kind of museums and art galleries and I got bored of looking either at paintings that all looked the same or at art that was just too alternative for me like a dot on a on a white um the thing where you put the paint on gosh I can't I can't remember words today or like stuff spread and smashed on the floor and then that's a sculpture or better yet <laughs> uh, I didn't see that one live but I found out there is um a, I don't know if, if they call it a sculpture or a piece of art or I, I'm not sure but that it's just a paper that someone got saying they owned it and there's nothing there like there is a square of, of like saying this piece of art is here but there is nothing there so it was either that kind of art or the old painting paintings that look all the same so maybe i should just find out uh, better museums and art galleries that that are more my style because yeah i get bored of looking at the same old paintings and i also don't don't see the purpose of creating that weird art that i i just don't understand Another thing is movies, watching movies and shows. And this one I actually do. Yay! But <laughs> not as broadly uh, as I could do it. I stick to a very specific kind of movies and shows that I know I like. So they're safe and I use them to unwind at the end of the day. So I usually gravitate towards the, the movies and shows that... You, ha you actually have to watch twice to fully understand what's going on and maybe even then you don't understand like Westworld or Inception or I watch comedy mixed with action like Marvel movies or comedy mixed with some like in interesting and educative stuff uh, or important matters that, that should be discussed like for, for instance the show the sex education show so that's the three main themes I gravitate towards and I just don't watch other kinds of movies and shows and I'm missing on a lot of pop culture there and a lot of different kinds of filming and yeah I'm missing on on different forms of art because cinema is is the seventh art so yeah I'm going to try I promise I'm going to try to watch different kinds of movies and shows so I broaden my my culture and my my sources of art and of inspiration one thing that I don't really think I will do but it can be useful to some of you guys it's magazines uh, and books those books that are really illustrated not uh, the books that are only text but ones that have illustrations and that have that have care with how things are presented that is also really interesting and yeah maybe I, i'll try to do that to do that as well i don't have the the habit of buying books i usually read them on on the phone or on the kindle app but yeah maybe i will also do that and then resell them online so I, I don't waste a lot of money and I also don't do the planet that much harm yeah that might also might also be a good idea and also when you are like in the hairdresser or something like that to take a look at the magazines that are there and that can also be a good source of inspiration then I have cafes and cool places around town that's also something that can really spark uh, creativity especially if I go work 
uh, if I go work to those cafes and I'm surrounded by uh, a different environment, that I think that will really, really help me. But I find myself uh, always stuck at home. Uh, mostly the last couple of years it was mostly because of COVID and then the last couple of months it was because I was trying to make enough money so I wouldn't have to go to my savings to survive and this month I managed to do that. I'm not going to my savings in March and I will also have a little bit extra to spend on cafes so I can go work on different places so I was just waiting to, to have the, the extra money to, to do that. And I will try to explore as many as I can and not go always to the same place so I can get exposed to all of those different kinds of places and also kinds of people. Actually, I, I don't have this on my notes, but this is something that can really help as well and that, that I also need to, to start doing more, which is getting to know different kinds of people. A lot of inspiration comes from the conversations that we have And I noticed that when I was traveling, and especially when I was in Erasmus in Poland, I had contact with many, with different people from many different countries because they were also in Erasmus. And I was so fucking creative with my projects in Erasmus that I, I didn't really put that much work into them because, yeah, Erasmus life, you are always uh, going out and waking up at 3 p.m. But I actually got like top grade in every one of them. And of course, they are not rigid with Erasmus students they are, they are pretty soft and they pump up your grades a lot but still I was really really creative on that semester and I came back and I was really really creative on the last semester of my of my degree because I still had that inspiration coming from from Erasmus it was my most creative period of my life <laughs> And that was because I was in contact with many different kinds of people and also in many different kinds of places. And yeah, I really, 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 yeah, I'm going to, to start doing that more. And this leads me to my last uh, topic that I have here in my notes, which is traveling. I haven't traveled for a while and I miss it a lot. I mean, I went to Azores Island in October. I went to Spain for like three days to the mountains in September in September no in August and I in September I did the Caminos of Santiago so I went also to to Spain on foot in September and that's what I did since Covid started so I I only left Portugal to go to Spain which is right next door and I went to Azores Islands which are part of Portugal so yeah compared to the year before Covid where I travel like six times to foreign countries that weren't Spain yeah I traveled way less and yeah I feel like I'm more bored in general and I also feel way less inspired than when I, I traveled a lot so yeah starting I'd say April or May I'm going to start traveling more again and it's going to be really 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 cool let's just hope that Everything comes down with the with the Russia Ukrainian war. Let's hope it calms down and I really feel for everyone that is there. So yeah, let's hope all the world or at least our part of the world here is in peace so uh, I'm I mean we can all live safely and also travel safely. So yeah, these were all the topics that I had that I I want to start doing. Of course, I'm not going to start doing them all at the same time because that's impossible 
but uh, one by one I'm going to experiment and start trying them out so I can feel more inspired and I hope this also gave you ideas on how to get ideas. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. So you might be wondering why haven't I started doing this already? If I know all of this, if I know all of this can help, then why why didn't I start? And I know like I know I should and I, I've known for a long time and I think the reason is between all all the work that I have to do and also the time spent laying on the couch watching the safe movie to unwind and also time with friends and family and all of that, I don't really get to it. And I guess that in my mind, taking the time to feel inspired isn't really work. So I feel guilty when I do it because I should be working harder and hustling and all of that. But then I end up having to work more hours because I don't feel inspired and I don't have ideas. And yeah, it's a vicious cycle that I really, really want to break. And I think there are two ways of doing this. And I believe that a balance between the, th the two would be ideal for me. And the these are save some work time to purposefully absorb, absorb in inspiration from other people online and go to museums and do all of that that I talked about before. And also use a little bit of my free time to have fun in a more creative way, like going to a different cool cafe or going hiking while taking pictures and paying attention to all the little details or traveling to a new place, using, trying to have fun in a more creative way. So yeah, I think th this was all I, this is all I have to share with you today. And as I said, a lot of times already. I'm not here to solve your problems about this subject or to give you billion dollar advice because I just don't have it. That's just facts. Uh, I'm still on the beginning of my design journey and I don't have all the answers and I think I never will actually. But I hope this gave you some ideas on where to find inspiration, where to get more creative design ideas and also motivated you to purposefully look for it, to make an effort to look for it on your day to day. And now let's tackle the elephant in the room. Some of you are probably asking yourselves the same thing I'm asking myself right now, which is, okay, but where do I get the time to do all this? Where do I fit this in? And this is what me and Raquel are going to try to answer in the next podcast episode. She will be my next guest. And the episode is going to be all about managing work side projects, personal life and all of that. She works as a project manager, so she knows the, the theory behind it all. However, the hard part isn't the theory, it's actually putting it in practice. And for that, none of us have the perfect solution, but we will share our experiences and our struggles and what we did to overcome them. So we can try to give you some useful insights about this topic. If you're listening on Spotify, you can scroll down and submit your questions to Raquel. Or you can also go follow me on Instagram and send your questions via private message or via the polls the day before the recording. I hope this was useful to you. Thank you for listening and see you next week.